Please open the Word of God to Psalm 145. Amen. Psalm 145. I want to start by uh, letting all of you know there was zero collaboration between our pastor or Newell um, with any of this. Before we get started, I would like to stir us up with a few small points. I thank the Lord for the wonderful email within an email that was sent out to this church this past Tuesday. That brother understands our goal as Bible Christians and is an example of Psalm 145 to us all. Only an hour before reading the email, the Lord led me to this psalm and its content. It is by his providence that I stand before you now. Wonderful. As I read to you David's psalm of praise, I want you to keep one penetrating thought at the forefront of your mind. If we were to measure all of the words spoken by you in the last 30 days and set them in the balance, will they be found wanting? If I asked you to take an accounting of what your glory was used for amongst your coworkers, or in the quiet of your home or with your families and categorize them by topic and length of discussion time, placing them into piles, will you prove yourself to be like the sweet psalmist of Israel or has your glory become your shame? Of a truth, this we know. David's name is spoken before the throne of Almighty God by the four and twenty elders, and his Lord will yours. I read to you Psalm 145. I will, thee ex I will thee extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Amen. Every day will I bless thee, yes. and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise thy works to another, and shall declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty, and of thy wondrous works. And men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts, and I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness, and shall sing of thy righteousness. Yes. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, and great and of great mercy. Amen. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom, and talk of thy power, to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts, and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, Amen. and thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. Amen. The Lord upholdeth all that fall, and raiseth up all those that be bowed down. The eyes of the Lord of all, the eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thine hand, and satisfieth the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and holy in all his works. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, and to all that call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and save them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but all the wicked will he destroy. Amen. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. I'm not going to deal with every verse of this, this psalm due to time, um, but we'll deal with four verses that have exposed my lack of parallel character to David. And I trust that I'm not the only one um, who misses this mark. We will start with verse 4, 
and work our way through verse 7. Verse 4, one generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. Make no mistake, just because these words are on a page in front of you does not guarantee the fulfillment of them in your lives. That's right. Of you or your children. Fathers, do you make a concerted effort to speak of the works of God unto your children? Do you use the affairs of today to mock the God of this world and his futile attempts to the alter the course of a closed book? Do you bless the name of the Lord in the presence of your heritage for moving the hearts of kings as he does every river? Mothers, if you have the opportunity to be home with your children while your husband is away, are you taking advantage of every moment with your children to stuff their minds with the mighty acts of God? Amen. For those of you who are neither mothers nor fathers yet, are you preparing your heart and mind for the task before you? The Word of God is filled with far more interesting things than what Fox News and Newsmax are offering. So let us remember to rate our time and emphasis the way the Lord does. Let's not be ignorant, as Jerry wrote recently, but let's remember our God is in the heavens. He hath done whatsoever he hath pleased. Men accomplish nothing of themselves. History is his story. The state of the world is precisely where our great God has determined it to be. Yes, that's right. Verses 5, 6, and 7. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. And men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts, and I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness. David and all of Israel were well acquainted with the terrible acts of the plagues of Egypt, climaxing with the death of every Egyptian firstborn, while Goshen remained safe. The wondrous work of two million Jews crossing the Red Sea on dry ground, while Pharaoh's army remains there to this day. Remember the might and power shown at Sinai, where even Moses is exceedingly feared and quaked, and Jericho's walls had imploded after a seven-day march, with only the faithful Rahab and her family being saved. And let's not forget the remainder of Canaan's victories. They reveled in these acts and their God by whom they were wrought. Don't miss the hidden jewel of these events. The Lord delivered his people from all their troubles and utterly erased their foes. His majesty was revealed when a mountain turned into a blast furnace and only to his beloved Israelites. Jehovah received glory and blessed his peculiar people through it. How much more do we have an understanding and victory in our 66-book canon? The difference is truly unsearchable. There is no comparison to be made between a tabernacle and the new Jerusalem built without hands. There is no comparison between the descendants of Aaron and a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. How can we speak of things we know not and utter memories of things we have never seen or heard. It is through the oracles and revelation of God that lie in your hands that men become wiser than the ancients, get understanding, and are satisfied with His sweetness beyond honey. The individual pages in your lap are seemingly weightless. They're ink, cotton, and linen. David valued these things far above fine gold. Yes. They are pure words, 
as silver tried in a furnace seven times. Will this psalm of praise ignite your desire and grab your attention more than silver and gold? Many of you have never even seen or touched a precious metal, primarily because of its removal from common tender as common tender in today's enlightened society. I hope today to alleviate that lack of familiarity with this 100-ounce bar of silver bullion I brought with me today so y'all could maybe touch it and see what David's talking about. My hope is for each of us to better understand the man after the Lord's own heart. Yes. David had much silver and gold in his possession. He felt it. He knew its ability to gain the things of this world. He knew its ability to control men and change the fate of nations. And you know how I mean that. David also knew the sincere milk of the word was of far greater value. Yes. Let's be mindful that God's word does you nor anyone else any good if it is benched on a shelf. We must know scripture in order to declare the wondrous works and terrible acts of our God. Do you value it as King David did, or is silver a better buy? What temporal things are you wasting your time on when you could be praising the Lord instead? We can have a church that has her name loved, adored, and spoken of up by her bridegroom, whose voice is like the sound of many waters, yes. whose name is above every name if we will commit ourselves yes. to praising the Lord continually. For the wonderful witness we have of Him in Scripture as well in our lives. So how are you keeping track of the greatness, goodness, and righteousness of the Lord in your life. If you're not, write it down and take time to praise the Lord with your mouth, declaring the riches of His glory. We have eternal life and pleasures at the right hand of God. Let's start acting like it and drown out the world around us that competes for our attention. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Yep.